NRL round six this week and uh, where's the last four weeks gone with the resumption of the footy and joining us to go through his selections for this week NRL legend and from the Sweet and Sad podcast Jamie Soud uh, good afternoon yeah good afternoon it's uh, I'll tell you what there's some storylines I know north of the border there's some storylines about the struggling teams but what a round of footy we've got coming up this weekend I reckon the top six teams uh, are playing each other and then you look forward to Who's going to finish seventh and eighth? I think we're starting to get shape of of the teams that are going to be successful later on in the year. Games kick off Thursday night with the Newcastle Knights taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, Broncos are still in trouble. I know they've got some recruits back, but Newcastle, I think they learned a lot about themselves last week. When you look at, they were great against Canberra and they, they finished strongly against Melbourne, but they would have learned a lot about their starts and where they're at as a team if they want to be successful. So uh, I'm expecting... Newcastle to come out of the gates and, and you know, start a lot faster than what they did against Melbourne. Brisbane, you're looking for some guys to come back. If they come back in with the enthusiasm they had in that first half against Manly, then they're going to get the job done. But uh, I just, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm starting to worry about this halves combination again. You know, one of the biggest clubs in Australia fails to get the halves pairing right. Uh, maybe you know they need to go outside the box. And plus, no Katani Stags. He looks mm. like the only sort of threat in attack. So. Uh, I'm expecting a, a high-scoring game, but I think Newcastle will get the job done. Two games on Friday night, the first at 6pm, where the South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the New Zealand Warriors. The Rabbitohs, they got that win last week against the Titans, and I, I think they're going to really roll on from there. Yeah, I, I thought that uh, last week. I just I saw some signs down in Melbourne of a team that knew that they could actually be better than what they were and beat themselves down there. So I'm expecting... Uh, you know, South Sydney, uh, like I said, to go on a roll for about three or four weeks. Uh, and they've got a pretty favourable draw as well. So um, that Latrell Mitchell, you know, was outstanding last week against the Titans. I know the Titans are struggling, but they came down off a good win. So expecting Cody Walker to be more involved this week against the Warriors. It's a game they should win. Warriors, happy to see them win. Uh, every game that they do get, it's an amazing effort to be away from your family and in camp. But uh, at the end of the day, we're playing for two points each week. So I think South Sydney get the job done quite easily this week. Good game. The second game on Friday night, the Penrith Panthers host the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, one of those games I was talking about, the, the top sort of six teams uh, playing each other. Penrith last week let an opportunity slip, uh, probably just with some immaturity. Uh, Nathan Cleary is a fantastic halfback, but his game management development needs to go to that next level now if he's going to have a young 5'8". In Jerome Luai or Matt Burton, so uh, the, the, the real question for the Panthers is when can they get a ball playing fullback because they don't have any other options in and around kickout, which makes it frustrating for me to watch and I'm sure Penrith fans as well. And uh, they go down and take on uh, they take on the Melbourne Storm, big pardon at Campbelltown. And if there, is there a team that can just travel and get the job done better than the Melbourne Storm? I mean, my goodness, you know they weren't allowed to train in Melbourne, so they went to Albury. They weren't allowed to train there, so they go down the road, then they. Catch a plane up the Sydney Central Coast, bang, it's 18 nil before you can get your popcorn. So um, they continue to roll on Melbourne Storm. And I don't know why I doubted them last week. I, I probably overrated Newcastle a little bit, but uh, Melbourne get the job done for sure this week. Super Saturday starts off in pretty quiet fashion, let's be honest, with the Gold Coast Titans taking on the Dragons. Would have been uh, happy to see the Dragons get the cash last week. Uh, yeah, I think we'd be probably happy to see this one. Um, yeah, just both sides. <laughs> if it was on at the same time as another game. Um, no, I'm joking. Uh, look, yeah, Titans, Dragons. Um, the Titans, 
they're going to be inconsistent all year until they start. Um, yeah, there's some players there that are being paid a lot of money that just haven't stood up for a long time. And, you know, winning against the West Tigers is fantastic, but not a lot of people pick the West Tigers to make the eight. Um, they're going to teeter in and around that, surely. But, yeah, the, the Titans, there's no identity. Uh, there's no real uh, planning for the future. They're just going to stick it out with Justin Holbrook and hopefully make some subtle changes to be able to get the best out of them. Corey Thompson's going to compete. Uh, but they, they, they just need some top-line players. Dragons, well, wouldn't you know it, uh, Ben Hunt's played nine and he's got to try and try assist. I mean, mm. if only an analyst had been uh, looking at the Dragons and telling people that a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure who might have done that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Cam McInnes back at th- uh, in at 13. This can be a real format. I look at Cam Murray and Damian Cook. The success South have. St. George actually got a better pack than South. So... Uh, Murray with a uh, sorry McInnes with a little bit of footwork in and around the ruck. Ben Hunt out of nine. Look, he, he's the best nine they've got at that club. I don't care what anyone else says. So, uh, Dragons should get the job done. But don't be surprised if we're talking uh, over the weekend and they've been beaten. Mate, what do you do at a, a club like the Titans? I mean, they've real they've really got no draw card to fish uh, uh, to get a big fish mm. at the club. I mean, they lose Arrow. Who do they replace him with? Um, yeah, well, that's that's the thing. They're going to have lots of money. I mean, there's rumours that Shannon Boyd. I think that you know, there'd probably be times where clubs want to get out of contracts, and that'd be one they'd be happy to get out of if they could come to sort of an agreement. But they don't want to be paying overs to get rid of him as well. So, mm. um, look, the, the Titans. Rebecca Frizzell is a fantastic businesswoman, and, and I can see that you know they just need to stick it out. They need to say to Justin Holbrook. You know, this is going to be similar to Nathan Brown. You may not be here when we see the fruits of this, but we need someone that's going to make some tough decisions. It's going to, you know, try and get the rosters, try and get some juniors. And when was the last time a junior came through the Gold Coast Titans and yeah. they were excited about it? When was the last time a player went up there and got better? Um, you, you can't name one. So they need to just stick with it for a while and, and try and get through it and then look at Newcastle as a, as a rebuilding model and go from there. Second game on Saturday. It's just warming up to the big one. West Tigers take on the North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah, well, it's uh, if the first one, you're probably just sitting down. Second one, you start to put the popcorn on. But uh, West Tigers last week, outstanding effort, enthusiasm, energy. Just lacked a little bit of finesse. And, and that's Luke Brooks. Yeah, he's Luke Brooks. It's his development, seven years in the league now. Hasn't made a finals game. Hasn't made a finals appearance. Uh, so he's, he's starting to feel the heat, I think, of yeah. you know, can he take that next step and, and direct the team around because Benji can't play forever. And we saw last week, Josh Reynolds is going to do Josh Reynolds things. He's going to kick, he's going to chase, he's going to try and fight everyone. <laughs> and that's what he does. But that's the energy that they fed off last week and that's what they needed the Tigers. Second half when the game's there to be won, they need their main playmaker in Luke Brooks to stand up. He went 10 minutes without having a set end, which was, you know, they, I think five sets in a row, they turned the ball over cheaply. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Luke Brooks' time to stand up. I think if he doesn't stand up this weekend and they, they get beat in a game, they should definitely win. Uh, he might be out for a little while and you see Benji and Reynolds come through. Cowboys, well, Paul Green, I spoke about it last week, he's under the pump. Uh, this is a team that has yeah, amples of talent and has had you know, the pick of the litter when you, you talk about um, the last couple of years, guys wanting to go up there, but they just haven't got their recruitment right outside backs. Uh, they, they got SR Masters. He wasn't great last week. 
and their style and game plan is so predictable. I mean, mm. it's you know pretty much it's three here, come back to the left hand side. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, let's just put a kick in because that's what we're told to do. Uh, there's no imagination in their attack, and it's actually quite predictable. So. Uh, look again, again the Tigers should win, but don't be surprised if we're talking uh, on Sunday and and they've lost. Absolute cracker to wind out Super Saturday. The Sydney Roosters they were clinical in putting away the Bulldogs on Monday night. Take the Parramatta Eels, who have been sensational this year. You could watch the game in your undies. It's going to be that hot <laughs> between these two teams. I'll tell you. Um, as my wife just looks at me. Uh, but look, uh, the Roosters last week. Uh, Clinical, and people will say they've had a bit of a soft draw coming out, but you've still got to put 40 points on. This is the NRL, and the Bulldogs won last week, and their season was sort of on the line. So um, they just they just look better than everyone else. Their defence, they're, they're getting their line speed and defence, they're winning games through their defence. Uh, their attack's impressive, but when you're a team you know, getting bashed for, for 60, 70 minutes and you just can't seem to get any momentum, the points just pile on because mm. you're just frustrated and, and you're tired. So that's what we're seeing from the Roosters, absolutely clinical. Uh, I can't see a team that's going to beat them at the moment. Parramatta, one thing you like last week about Parramatta is they trailed 10 points to nil. Moses started to just teeter on that frustration, threw a long pass, you know, kicked early, wasn't getting the ball bounce his way. Then all of a sudden they, they get to half-time, Brad Arthur calms everyone down, and you can see the influence of having Joey there, stick to the pattern, we're going to be okay, we're in this game, it's only going to take one play, and you felt like Parramatta, if they got one, they were always going to win the game, mm. but uh, I just like the way they stuck with it, Wanga Blake, fantastic, the challenge is for Parramatta, you know, this is a real test, this isn't the end though, this is a real test for them, to see where they're at against the back-to-back champs, but this isn't the end if they lose, they just need to compete, bring their best game and know that they can handle it with the big boys. If they turn up and get rolled by 30, geez, it's going to be a real uh, dent to the confidence. And, and the old Parramatta probably would, but I think they've got a bit more bit more depth there, don't they? Oh, Nathan Brown v Victor Radley. Uh, you may be able to watch it nude. That's how, that's how hot <laughs> that's going to be. Uh, I don't know if we can say that in the afternoon, but it's, obviously I'm joking for you people out there. They're going to call in. Uh, the five people are going to call in and, and you know, say, what's the hour do it? Yeah, I'm joking. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's match-ups. I'll, pre- I'll preview this game uh, with Matty Elliott on NRL.com. And if you go 1-17, to 17, I know the Roosters have the elite talent. But 1-17, to there's a lot of like-for-likes in those teams that yeah. match up really, really well. So... Parramatta, if they can get some second phase and break down the Roosters' defence and take their opportunities, don't be surprised if they cause an upset, but I think the Roosters get the job done. On Sunday, uh, we go to Campbelltown with the Canberra Raiders hosting the Sea Eagles. Giddy up. Might not put any clothes on all weekend. Uh, <laughs> Manly, yeah, Canberra last week, their attack has, has hit a bit of a wall the last two weeks, and I don't know if it was because they maybe got ahead of themselves down in Melbourne, uh, but... This is a side that last year, the uh, seven, six, and one only had ten tries at, at round eighteen. It was all coming off, um, you know, second phase play and Croker and little kicks from Hodgson and all that kind of stuff. So uh, last week, I know Jack White scored a fantastic try, but I didn't see anything in their attack that was, you know, really going to trouble the Roosters uh, on Grand Final day again. But um, they just need to develop a few things in their attack. I think they can have some better shape in and around Williams. He got frustrated last week. And, and this is the thing in the NRL, right? You're not playing uh, Wigan one... Uh, you're not playing St. Helens one week and then playing Wakefield and London Broncos where you can rack up 50 the next two weeks. Mm. You're playing the best players in the world. 
And I think George Williams the last two weeks has found that the, the competition's going to be solid all the way through, regardless of who you play. So um, he's had some pressure put on him. Uh, I'm expecting him to bounce back. Manly, she's going to miss Moses Suley. Uh, um, he's been outstanding for them. I'm looking forward to seeing Trebojevic uh, try and break down this defence with DCE. I think Manly get the job done. Uh, but it's their starts for Manly. If they, if they start really slow again, Canberra could come out in the gates and just exactly what Canberra needs. Uh, the milk could be flowing and all of a sudden it's 10, 12 nil and they defend so well, Canberra, that you can't get back into the game. But, uh, yeah, Manly for me, I, I think, can get the job done in an upset. And uh, wind out proceedings for round six. The Cradulla Sharks host the Canterbury Bulldogs. Yeah, I'll definitely put the clothes back on for this one. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be freezing cold. I don't know if there'll be many points. Um, yeah, a lot of noise south of the border. Um, Paul Gallon's called out uh, Chad Townsend uh, pretty much in saying uh, that they're too worried about social media and podcasts and all this stuff. So when a club legend comes out and calls you out for stuff you're doing off-field, I'm expecting a bit of a, a response from this Cronulla playing group. But, yeah, the the, the thing for Cronulla is... They don't, they don't really know what kind of team they can be yet because they've had injuries and turmoil and salary cap and cherry. And, you know, it's, mm. it's been a real testing period for Cronulla and they haven't been consistent in anything that they're doing. So uh, I'm looking forward to them bouncing back this week. But it's the wrong team to bounce back against. Uh, Canterbury, yeah. uh, Gritty, they can just turn up and it could be... Honestly, this game could be 2-0 at halftime. That's the kind of game this could be at halftime and then finish 10-8 or something like that. But Canterbury, Kieran Foran brings back a lot of their attack and uh, it straightens them up and helps their halves. And Will Hopawati looks good. Dallin Martini, if he can just get the errors out of his game, he's going to be an elite winger in the game. But he just has two or three errors, which cost them. So I'm expecting both these sides to bounce back. But uh, don't be surprised if we don't see a lot of points. I think Cronulla get the job done only because... Uh, I'm expecting guys in, within that group um, that just got a little bit more seniority to bounce back in a big way. Best way to get involved with the Sweet and Sour podcast? Yeah, Sweet and Sour podcast. Uh, every uh, Tuesday we record, so it comes out usually Wednesday or Thursday. You can just download that, Apple iTunes or, or Spotify, and keep an eye out for Halftime Live on Sour Official on Instagram this week, Thursday night, Knights Broncos. I'm doing Halftime Live on Instagram, and Friday night I'm doing the Storm Panthers one, but... Don't be surprised if you see the big show in that one because we're having a uh, work Christmas party in June and uh, he may get his big mug on there. So keep an eye out for those lights. The big show nude at half time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I want viewers. I don't want people turning <laughs> off. So uh, it could be anything, though. We, we're uh, we're having a bit of a get together uh, as a team, and uh, yeah, anything could happen. Uh, mate, uh, catch up again on Sunday, <laughs> Jamie. Sound. Thanks for your time. Too easy. Thanks, mate.